I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair. And then we're done. Then we're done. No more of that. I get the part where you were talking about being scandalized. Right. That song is... It's a scandalous it song to sing in the car with your parents Especially as a child, when, I right? mean, when that song comes out, I'm like, I think probably like 19 years old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it wasn't was quite like a scandalous, but yeah, school. you were like 10. Gosh. All right. I know, right? Yeah, that, that's too much. Well, guys, we have an extra special guest today. We're here with someone who's more recognizable than the President of the United States, according to Mattel. Good. Thank God. Yeah. Actually, no. uh, I didn't mean I didn't mean a specific president. Any president doesn't uh, matter. I'm still actually kind of happy. Recognizable figures in the entire world. We're here with Barbie. Hey guys, thanks for having me. You're, thanks for so being glad here, to be Barbie. Here. We're glad you're here. It's really my pleasure. Right off the top, let me just say I hate that song. It really, I don't think <laughs> Do you that think it really it represents you. No, I don't think it does at all. I think it makes me sound like a slut. It, Barbie. I mean, and sluts bad. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think it makes me sound very promiscuous unnecessarily, and that that's not something I like to to be known for. You know, I like to be known for being an astronaut in the '60s. Uh, Bobby, I don't want to. Let's not start off this well, podcast by slut shaming. <laughs> yeah, isn't okay. So, look, like, I'm, you two sluts are okay. <laughs> oh, you just I don't, just don't, don't be want one. to be you don't associated, associated with, with you. us. Got it. Yeah. Um, well, then that leads us into our guest questions. All of our questions get asked to all of our guests. And I know this is going to be a complete surprise to you. Yeah, because I've never heard of this podcast ever before. Really? Yeah, I don't listen. Do you listen to podcasts at all? Uh, some, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But not just, this one. Just not this one. I'm you, sure it's great, though. I'm what sure do you listen great. to? I, you know, whatever I can. Um, whatever you get, stuff just out, not us. Stuff that's out there. Yeah, I just... Just not this one. Not this one. That's okay. Not this, I, it's, no, may, I mean, I'm, I'm learning about podcasts, you know. Okay. Well, maybe you'll listen after this. So, are you a feminist? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What do you think about feminism? It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think of when you think about feminism? Me. You think you, of yourself. Yeah, of course. What? You guys don't think of me when you think of feminism? Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, well, sure it's an can. it's a new answer. Nobody's ever said themselves. And then I thought, no, not a lot of people think of Barbie as a feminist. You guys just thought I was Which, that slut from the song, didn't we you? Didn't, we didn't think. Spending that, your Barbie. weekends all the time, just undressing me everywhere. <laughs> Well, we would never, Barbie. I don't. Rin wouldn't. I might. Um. <laughs> probably, probably made me bang a few GI Joes too, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. Um. <laughs> okay, now in Barbie, last question. If the first answer is going to get you in trouble, you can do your second one. But what's know. the last thing you Googled? Oh, that's easy. Uh, VW ban- vans in pink. <gasps> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna start gonna, traveling. You gonna put all your friends in them? No, just me. Oh, good. Hitting the road, you know. Just, I'm going to become a, a drifter, really. I think that's, <laughs> that's the one thing I haven't done in life. So I think, uh, I think drifting sounds drifter, pretty fun for a while. Drifter yeah. Barbie. A little campground. Drifter like Barbie. <laughs> oh, I like that song. Yeah. That was really fun. I'm glad we don't have you on the marketing team. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, comes, what comes as an accessory with that? A campfire. Oh. Uh-huh. And yep. s'mores, maybe? Yeah. A keg. A beer. Oh. Ooh, I like it. I like this new Barbie. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good time. And a lot of hallucinogens. Oh, shrooms, specifically? Yeah. yeah. Yes. It seems a little outdoorsy. I try to keep whatnot. it natural. Okay. I like it. 
Yeah. Well, thank you, Barbie. Are you going to stick around for the rest of this episode? Or no, absolutely are you, are not. You done? I'm, I'm out. <laughs> well, thank you well, for being here. It was great to meet you, Barbie. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it was. We're super excited. It's you the new redhead Barbie. Have a great time and uh, and keep it real out there. All Appreciate right? it. We like it. Thank yeah, you. hail thanks, me. Thank you yeah. for <laughs> thanks for representing all the deep voice girls out there. Love it. Um, so, well, so I, Barbie's left. What a what a moment that was. It it was really fit, fun to be able to meet Barbie that in was person. Incredible. And she has a deep voice. You know, I actually, so when I was six, I went to Disney World and I met Barbie and Ken there. <gasps> you did? Barbie looks really different now. She does? Yeah, like it is twenty nine. It's 2019. She didn't have and a beard And we can be then. anything we want. She had like long blonde hair and like was very like petite. Yeah. And very feminine. Yeah. Or wearing, like, she was wearing like a pink skirt and jacket and her voice sounded... Much higher. Remarkably different. See, I'm I'm all about this deep voice. Honestly, it's it's really for all those deep voice girls. It's um, well, there you go. I'm, I'm super proud to finally identify with yeah. Barbie. <laughs> this is the most I felt like Barbie in all of my life yeah. with this Barbie right now. <laughs> I too would have a beard if I didn't wax. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> well, let's talk about Barbie in our in our childhoods. Okay. Can I go first? Sure. Um, so I grew up with my best friend being a boy. Mm-hmm. So Barbie was not so much uh, like we played with GI Joes more, and um, GI Joe and Barbie often married. I, I shared that story with Barbie before we started, which is I think why she was being a little bit sassy. Oh yeah. Um, I just thought it was fun to have a little tiny like two inch GI Joe married to an eleven inch tall leggy blonde. Like right? Like, right. Shouldn't everybody do that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but we did. Barbie was kind of more. The accessory, like G.I. Joe was our main guy, but I did enjoy making clothes. So I made a lot of clothes for Barbie um, out of old clothes. And like, I, I would hang out with my grandma a lot, who was a seamstress, take my grandpa's like old socks or whatever and make like sweatsuits or just whatever. Um, I did cut their hair a lot. I, <laughs> I never cut Barbie's hair. I did. I craziness. also, because, so there was never a brunette Barbie. Right. I have, I have blonde, tall Barbie, um, you know, we, Teresa comes out later, but yeah, Teresa is more like my generation of yeah, Barbie play and, than yours. And she's still only Barbie's friend, right? right. Barbie's not blonde or not brunette. Um, well, at least not in my, at the time. Right. And yeah. so foreshadowing I, for later guys, yeah, I don't identify at all with Barbie. I don't think I'm going to grow up to be Barbie. Um, I don't know that you can dye your hair blonde. Like, I don't think it's ever an option for me to be a tall, leggy blonde. Did that bother you? Not that, at all. Okay. It was, she was a fictional character like My Little Pony. Right. She was the same, just, it's this really beautiful thing, and I can play with this, but it's just a thing. It's just another doll. And literally, just like um, just like My Little Pony was. Yeah. And so, um, it, it, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, I, I, but I didn't, ha- I didn't identify because there wasn't, you know, I joke, there's a half Filipino Austrian Jew doll. Right. <laughs> like a doll just didn't wasn't created to look like me. Right. <laughs> like, and yeah. it didn't matter. Like yeah. I didn't have to have it look like me to be whatever I wanted. So right. how was I mean, at least you were blonde. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, as I said, th- I just remembered this actually on the spot, having met Barbie before. Um, I totally forgot about that actually. And like who would expect to meet Barbie at Disney World? But she was indeed there. Yeah. She and Ken and I got their autographs, I remember Ooh. in my little like Disney World autograph book. Fancy. Um so, like, Barbie has an extra special place in my childhood heart. So, um, 
I, this will not surprise you, Katrina, but I was, <laughs> I was not an alpha even as a kid. Like I, Aww. I was not in charge of play in most situations. Like, you know, I was like the one who's like, oh, where's Ren? Oh, she's singing to herself in the corner over there. Oh, Ren. And like, no, it wasn't bad. I, mean, I was, I, I was it. always happy and like full of like imagination. Um, but like the one area where I was in charge, even of, like, my, like, bossy friends and cousins was Barbie. We call them assertive now. I I actually don't have a problem with the word bossy. (laughs) But, yeah, this was the area that I, like, I marshaled the troops. It was almost like I was the director of a movie, right? Cool. Like, Mm -hmm. I had these, like, complex storylines. There was lots of family reunions. There was lots of high school reunions with Mm. complex scenarios. There was always one Barbie most of the time it was my Cinderella, which is ironic since Cinderella is my favorite Disney princess. But her hair was kind of messed up, and so she was like the troublemaker. You know what I mean? Because her was messed up. Right. I love it. <laughs> and I also – this was like the one area where I like got my way as a child. Like, What do you, what do you think did it? Like why? Was it because Bar- – I mean – I just think it was a way stories? for me to like tell stories. Like right. I've always loved stories and movies and books and like – um, I so think, you become the marshal because you're the better storyteller. Right. I mean, is yeah. that what happens? Okay, yeah. And it's for an those out- listening, not uh, that play Barbies with me as a child. I'm not saying you're a bad storyteller. Like it was just an area where I was passionate. Like, yes, I loved That's right. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so when I think about Barbie, that's what I remember. And like you, when I think about like any body image issues I have, and and I understand that not everybody shares this experience with us. Like some people may really feel like. Barbie was problematic for them uh, in that way. But when I think about Barbie, I think of that creative outlet that I had and how much fun I had with that. I didn't realize it was such a scandalous and controversial thing until we started, until you told me. Right. I mean, I just, it was not a thing. Yeah. And so let's talk a little bit about like the perception of Barbie. So it's not only the body image stuff, although that's been around for years, there's also... This idea, like in the documentary, they actually show clips of people talking and like, it's like when people use the word Barbie, it's almost like an insult. Right. Right. So it's like. It's like a shallow, only a person only focused on like appearance. Right. Right. Isn't that kind of. It's like like a a plastic person. Right. Right. A a person like of, you know, little importance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not to take seriously. Um, And I, where does that come from? Because it's it's interesting to me because, you know, after watching the documentary, like, there's so much behind Barbie, um, like, shockingly in really, like, powerful ways. And I understand where some of the negativity comes from, but looking at Barbie's history, um, there's a lot of feminist stuff going on there. Well, I mean, a woman, ultimately, I mean, she's the one, the, you know, Ruth makes this be- this doll. She thought what she was doing was... A great thing. Yeah. The men. Yeah. And so this is my, I mean, you have to watch the, the documentary. I think you'll get a lot from yeah. it. But Well, I mean, I'll do the history here in a second. Yeah, just I the woman who, there's a woman who creates this, who's, yeah. a, who's a boss woman. I mean, who cr- goes on to create other really good things too. Right. I think the problem comes, I think the problem comes when we look at this doll as an ideal mm-hmm. and, and it's what we're supposed to be like. This isn't, that's not the experience you had. My experience, the Barbies were like complex and varied characters, right? 
Right. And it just a doll happened to look the way she did, right? I mean, it would yeah. could have probably really been any other doll that was kind of fancy. She was right. a fancy doll for us. So Barbie wasn't as easy to get and they were expensive when we were kids. Yeah. And so if you had one, it was like like really fancy thing. And yeah. I mean, I only had like two or three um, because they were really expensive and it was like a luxury. Mm-hmm. And so I think of them as luxurious and yeah. I just think it's, I don't know. It was, sorry, I'm just thinking, <laughs> so there were these two Barbie dolls that were especially important to me. So the first one was actually my goth sister Hannah's, but she like... <laughs> Hannah calls her pee pee Jasmine. Oh. And it's because her cats repeatedly peed on her. And I oh. think like as a child, like Hannah, they, they say I knew this. I don't remember knowing it. And like <laughs> I loved that doll and played with her every opportunity I got. Mm. I don't remember spelling like cat pee, but there's no reason that but, someone would have lied about that. Yeah. <laughs> Jasmine. I think like Hannah's mom like washed her a thousand times. Sure. Like, and so then later I had this doll that was like, for some reason she had like a squishy stomach. Barbie did, hmm. which is not, I never saw that on any other Barbie doll. Um, it was probably something they tried. Right. But she had these like blonde pigtails and uh, it was the doll that like everybody else wanted to play with her, but I'd be like, oh, well, how about I play with her this time and you can play with her next time? Every time. <laughs> it's really funny. I'm telling you, this is the one area in my life where I get my way. I like it. I miss you, Barbie. If, if that's I know. If, maybe we should bring a couple into so, the studio. So in that way, I like it was actually a really Barbie was a really positive thing for me. Right. So well I I mean, and we can get into I'll let you give the background and we can talk about some of the body yes. stuff. Um so one of the first things to know is that today, before we look back on the history, Mattel I don't know how they are now, but at the time they made the documentary, Mattel was a brand that was in crisis. Yep. Their sales had dipped dramatically. Um, and of course the CEO has in the past been female, but at the time of the documentary, the CEO was a male, which I thought was interesting. Um, so Ruth Handler actually invented Barbie, um, which is a really interesting thing to say. So she, um, she created the company Mattel with her husband. She was a second generation Jewish immigrant and she was actually the manager of the company and he was actually the more creative one. And so she got this idea to create an adult-style doll for children. And so... Where'd she get the idea? <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> so at the time, like, most dolls that little girls played with were baby dolls. Right. It wasn't something to look forward to being. Right. It was something to take care of, which was is so, like, old school, right? Like, we all have to become moms. Right. And so she she saw this doll. It was like... Was it called Bill Lily? I think is what it was called. Mm -hmm. Yes, Build Lily. And it was this doll sold in Germany that was for adult men, not for children. It was like a a sexy doll. Oh, it it looked exactly like early Barbie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so to me, like, it seems like from the story, it was like the equivalent of the, like, little, like, hula dancer girl that you put on, like, your (laughs) (laughs) your dashboard. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of what it was. But... It's like that sexy doll, um, the, you know, like on trucks, you see the like the silhouette of a sex of a woman, a sexy, like curvy woman. Yeah, it was kind of like that, but a real doll. Right. Anyway, a real doll is actually something else entirely. Don't okay. don't Google okay, that at yes, work. Don't yes, um, not safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she had to like she found this and she was like, little girls need this, um, and it she she knew that it was going to 
introduced this entire new way of playing for little girls. So instead of nurturing, they're like able to project their own story and their own dreams and act that out in play rather right, and this, than yes. Right. Rather and, than just well, and this is a time dolls, of like pinup girls being a thing, right? right? They're like real life pinup dolls. Yeah. So, but of course, like it was just her models. and a bunch of dudes in this company, right? And they all were like, absolutely not. Yeah. Like, this is not gonna work. You can't put breasts on on an adult on a doll. On yeah. a doll. Like you can't do that. Um, but she made them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was right. I mean, Barbie was a hit. She was Barbie was introduced at the 1959 New York Toy Fair and was a hit right away. Um, another With thing women. Yes. <laughs> yeah, women were buying them up for their little girls. Um, and one thing that is super interesting is that Barbie was an astronaut very early on. Yes. Like, I believe in the late 60s. She was. Mm-hmm. So Barbie was We like land on the moon and then she's like we need an astronaut Barbie. Right. If a, Barbie, guy, if a guy can do it, we can do it. No, no, Barbie yeah. can do it. Barbie was right away a career woman. Right. Um, well, and, and that, what's funny, and of course, I think typical of the time, when they talk about in the documentary getting the name Mattel, they're like, oh, we squished our names together, and <laughs> Ruth's name just didn't fix, fit in the mix. Yeah. Of course. Lovely. I just wanted to note that. Yeah. And so early on, what they said in the documentary is Barbie represented a rebellion. She was proto-feminist. Um and Ken was like an accessory, basically. That was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was an accessory. It was like, oh, you could get Ken, but whatever. My Ken, I was like, I don't need Ken. Barbie's married to G.I. Joe. Right. So right. I, I had like one Ken eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so there is some weirdness early on, though. Um, she, there was like, of course, body shaming immediately. Um, Barbie had a set of scales and a book on how to lose weight. Yeah. And the scale was set at 110. <laughs> and then it said, how to lose weight on one side, and the other side of the book said, don't eat. Right. I mean. So what. that's, if you look at like Good Housekeeping from back then, or any of these magazines, I mean, all we're focused on right now is how to please your husband, how to stay clean, how to make sure your house is perfect, how to cook the perfect casserole. This is a, this is a time where it doesn't make it right. It's just what. That's what our society was doing. Right. So, yeah, what I took away from the documentary more than anything is, you know, in the documentary, Gloria Steinem says, you know, Barbie represents everything we were against. And I don't agree with that. I actually, although, I mean, that feels wrong to say I don't agree with something Gloria Steinem says. but but I don't agree. uh, (laughs) But I think she's half right. Mm -hmm. I think Barbie kind of represents culture in total. Like, Mm -hmm. she's kind of like the good and the bad, the positive and the negative. Um. But what can be argued is that Barbie made Mattel a Fortune 500 company. That's right. So um, the company today, it's it's interesting if you watch the documentary, it's made up of these women who you might, it's not a bunch of, you know, stereotypical Barbies. Like it's no, these the, complex, right, really the, cool women. The girl women. in charge actually gets really emotional when she's talking about her friends and family being super against her being right. the forerunner of Barbie because they just don't get it. And she's like, look, like Barbie is a lot of things and she doesn't just have to be one something. And we're trying, we're working at it. You know, we're trying to make her a more all encompassing creature, you know? Um, But of course they have actually, so we're going to talk a little bit about Project Dawn, which is 
a project they did where they introduced a ton of new body types for Barbie. Um, but this was not a new idea. Like this no. is something they had been um, bringing up again and again and again over the years because they kind of wanted to continue in this tradition of what Ruth Handler did, mm-hmm. um, which was, you know, breaking through these kind of barriers and affecting little girls' lives. But when they would do like market research, the little girls wanted Barbie as she was. They didn't want other Barbies. And what I kept thinking about as I was watching it is when you're a company like that, you have a choice. And I'm not going to say a responsibility because I don't know if that's fair or not. But you have a choice whether you're going to follow public opinion or whether you're going to help create public opinion, how you're going to affect public opinion and affect lives of little girls. Of course, these little girls who have their Barbie doll aren't going to say, no, I want something vastly different from this because, you know, body image issues. <laughs> like, so it is what a pu- seven-year-old girl's going to say that? It is publicly traded, so I guess there's an argument for whether they should... Have a responsibility. Yeah. Uh, but, well, it's certainly a choice, yeah, right? It is. Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to do the safe thing or are you going to try to create change in the way that Ruth right. Handler did? Right. Um. So, uh, another really interesting thing that um, I don't know if you remember this from the movie, Barbie early Barbie was looking down, and as time mm-hmm. went on, like they started painting her eyes Straight looking up. up. Yeah, yeah. It was like the the more diminutive. Like it was also like a sexy thing. I mean, you think about like all of the movie stars from back then, mm-hmm. and all. I mean, it was just and funny enough back then the movie stars were thicker ladies. You know, you think of the Marilyn Monroe's and everything; they're size twelves, right? You know, this this Barbie comes out and she's like a size two or whatever it is. Yeah. But well, I do want to say you know, so. Like, a size twelve when Marilyn Monroe was around is a little different from a size twelve. That's right. <laughs> but I mean, still, she wasn't what models are now at no. size zero and size one and size two. No. I mean, the most beautiful women in the world, the pinups, were all somewhere around size twelve, size ten, right. size twelve. I mean, and so you know, just this. it's just saying, you know, a little bit, a little bit different there. So. Yeah. I think that, so my, before we get into a lot of it, it's like some of it, it's the beauty, like when we talk about it in the beauty episode, and I don't know when we decided being beautiful was the opposite of being a feminist. And when, why I can't want to be a tall, leggy blonde. I mean, it's, it's not healthy if that's not what I am, but I mean, like. That's the problem. If it's not what, there is, there is something to be said for like. If you don't see yourself represented, then sometimes what you are feels wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think whereas you and I didn't look at Barbie that way, um, I can certainly see where some people would. But then see some of this, and and I always I'm kind of like all of these type things to me come down to parenting. Honestly, I don't. I think everybody blaming Barbie or whatever for screwing them up. It's your parents' fault. Right. Okay, and then it's yours as an adult for not dealing with it, quite frankly. I mean, I see, I know that a lot of things are thrown at us, but at no point did my parents ever allow me to like change my appearance to fit other people's. They didn't let me just go buy the trendiest clothes. They were like, no, you're going to buy the clothes we can afford. Right. And you're going to have to learn how to deal with it. Yeah. We cannot, you can't look like everybody else in school for a variety of reasons. Right. Some of them are because you're not built like them. Some of them are because culturally you're different. Some of them is because we don't have the money for you to keep up with the Joneses. 
And so many of these things where we're like, it's so easy to blame Barbie. It's so easy to blame media and all of these things. Well, when your parents should have been giving you the, and sometimes we don't have parents who do it, but once again, it's like our, our formative years and our, our upbringing and the adults around us that ultimately formed these things or help yeah. or let us form them with, instead of guiding us. I mean, well, I have so many of my friends who have body image issues because of their parents. I, I, I mean, they've been told, oh, your boobs aren't big enough. You need a boob job. Or Hopefully you, not by their parents. Yes. Would you weird. like to get a boob job while you're still on our insurance? Not okay. <laughs> That's not okay. Well, also there's kind of like the more like latent, like mm-hmm. seeing... Which, which you've said, which... Right, like seeing women that you love and look up to not love their body. Right. right, and that's like, boy, is that a hard thing? And to, is that like, still not ultimately come down to parenting? Right? Yeah. Well, I don't even and mean not, like. I mean, like it's, all it's around you, right? But yeah. it's not being aware of what I'm very aware when I'm around my nieces not to say anything. Right. About that. Right. And anything I've got is not theirs. It's not theirs to carry, and it's not appropriate for me to talk about in front of them. Well, and I think so. And like the so here's like kind of like the thing to underscore here is. Maybe there are problems with Barbie, but it's awfully easy to project problems onto an inanimate object. Right. And then, you know. And then, and then <laughs> condemn Barbie because. And people like love to do that now. Right. They know? really do. And it's, it's not Barbie's fault. Barbie didn't do this. I mean, no. Barbie. Barbie didn't actually, I mean, I mean, I didn't, want to fact, gr- I didn't want to grow up to be a multicolored pony. Right. I mean, <laughs> it would be great. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be super happy about it right now. But I mean. You know, yeah. it, it's just, it, it just, it's very frustrating to me when we want to like vilify an inan- inanimate object. Yeah, Barbie didn't everything actually wrong. do anything. That's right. She did nothing to us. She did not make me uh, very sad that I'm not a tall, leggy blonde with a pink Corvette, I, I, you know. So talk, talk to me about this a little bit. So we'll get into Project Dawn here in a sec, but... Um, you know, as Barbie moved through the 70s, that's when their sales first started taking a hit because feminism became such a big deal. And, like, um, women kind of used Barbie as something to measure themselves against. Right. And they started, they were, I'm, we're not Barbies. And they were throwing, their, right. this is the burning, the bra burning. They, they were doing this. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, to, well, so to me, that's more like about expectations mm-hmm. of what a woman's supposed to be rather than, like, here's a kid with some stuff. Right. Like, that's about a woman. Yeah. So then we move into the 80s. This woman, Jarrell Barad, I believe is her name, um, she kind of took Barbie into a new place. The sales yes. soared. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, like, in the movie, they described her as Barbie. Like, yes. she was this She's incredible like, She's career this real woman. life Barbie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, she was brunette. <laughs> but I think the interesting thing there is I think the problem with Barbie in the 80s, some people might say, is that what it said is, not only can you be feminine and have a career, you must be feminine and have a career. Um, and so I can see where there's some people would have issues with that. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, I just think that we all forget because it's a Fortune 500 company that's worth billions of dollars. Human beings are still running it. Yeah. And we make mistakes. And at the time, that's what they thought was right. And then in hindsight, it wasn't. How many times in your life have you done something at the time you thought was right? And then when you look back, go, I really could have done better. Yeah. I mean, she well, brings she, it, she brings money. She does her job. Her job is not to make you feel better about yourself. Her job is to make Mattel money. 
Sales soared over a billion dollars. Correct. Under so her. as far as I'm concerned, she did her job. Whether you like how she did it or not, seems like, I mean, it's, I'm, this is not going to be popular. It's your problem. She did her job. She did the job she was hired to do. Right. So in the 90s, this... <laughs> why are you glaring at Mitch side-eyes me when I say controversial things, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so in the 90s, the slogan became... I think so they felt like they needed a reaction to, mm-hmm. to the whole be this exact version of a woman. So the slogan became be anything. Right, which we've decided is, prob- is not helpful. So let's talk about why. So <laughs> that's interesting because what people in the documentary said was actually not everyone can be anything. That's right. As much as we tell that's right. kids that. I can't be a neurosurgeon. I don't care how many Barbies are made that look like me. I'm not going to be an astronaut either. Why not? For a variety of reasons. Right. But One, as a kid, did you feel like you could or couldn't be those things? I mean... I didn't want to. <laughs> like, and it didn't matter, once again, if Barbie told me I could or couldn't, if there was a Barbie who did or didn't. I yeah. mean, I was going to be what I was going to be, no matter any of those things. I also was not allowed to... My parents didn't allow the media or campaigns or slogans or TV guide my thought. You know what I mean? I wasn't allowed to watch TV a lot, so I didn't see ads like that. Um, so you could have said, buy Barbie, and this is a great thing. I would have never seen the ad, most likely, because yeah. my parents didn't let me do it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was just, I just think I grew up a lot. I, I think I was parented by my parents, not by TV. Yeah. A lot. So so these things weren't, you know. So what Gloria Steinem said is, what that what that does is it makes your daughter feel guilty if and when she can't become anything. Um. And it says, overall, the problem is that we're judged on how we look, judged by our outsides, not our insides. This makes it disingenuous to tell women it doesn't matter what they look like. I mean, it, uh, I mean we've just, it, does deter- it does matter. But she's also speaking very generally about a lot of people, and she's not speaking for all of us. Right. I mean, as much as she is a, an authority and is a very brilliant, strong woman who's done a lot for us, that's not necessarily my experience. Well, I think... At this point, like... I'm not let down because I didn't... I don't feel like I've let anybody down by not being an astronaut. You know? Like, I mean, I'm really disappointed in you. I'm sure you are. <laughs> I mean, people are disappointed in me for 100,000 other yeah. reasons. None of them are because I didn't become a rocket scientist. <laughs> but one thing, and I think this is the point when they state this again in the documentary, and when I felt it like really keenly was like, holy hell, like this is decades of a lot of like really intense thought and how do we put that on the tiny shoulders mm-hmm. of this like little doll? That's right. Like it's just plastic. It's just a doll. It's just, I mean, she's just a doll. So then I guess does that, that leads us into project Dawn. Yeah. And so a couple of years ago, um, because of all the new heightened, I guess it, you know, it's, it's, I don't know if it's a movement or it's just a heightened awareness about like body image issues. It, it is a thing. Um, obviously people, Women have been shamed in every direction for their size. I mean, skinny girls get, you're just a skinny girl. Heavier girls get called fat. All of these things are not helpful, but right. it happens. So they decide they're going to, re- they're going to at least evaluate Barbie. Right. And what's going on with Barbie. Right. And so I, I think this was really cool that they did this. And I think 
they just finally had like the right combination of people mm-hmm. to make it happen. Um, and now, I mean, if you look, there's like lots of different kinds of Barbies. There's still right. there's still traditional old school Barbie. Yep. Um, but there's Barbie. They I think took care to make Barbies of different different races uh, races and and to actually make their facial features right. not just white Barbie with a different with a, skin color. Correct. And and they changed hair texture. Um, you know, sizing, coloring, right. all of those things. And then when they do that, they they do it does really well, but they still don't make everybody happy. And I think the moral of the story is no matter what these companies do, they're going to make somebody mad. Right. So some people don't appreciate that Barbies aren't all white blondes anymore. Some people don't appreciate that they're heavy. Some people don't appreciate they're not heavy enough. Right. They're not dark enough. They're no not, matter you know, what they did, someone was they're gonna not going to win. Yeah, I, and now ultimately they were successful. Yeah, I mean as a whole. Yeah, but again, it, and so you watch Tiny Shoulders, and there are some people who are like, "Well, I guess it's a step in the right direction." And they, I mean, I think it was. I think they're trying. There's no way you can represent every single human being, and they're like I said. Well, you know, then I'm going to start getting pissy that there's no half Filipino Austrian Jew doll. I right. mean, come on, like. Right. At some point, I got to be okay with just being the mutt that I am and being unique. <laughs> and, you know. Well, and here's the deal. I, so I hadn't thought about this before watching it, but this wasn't just a, okay, we're going to have, we have to worry about people's perceptions and now we're going to have Barbies that look different. This was a massive undertaking. Right. They knew that public opinion was against them in multiple ways. They also, so their entire brand is built on. We have one size doll. This doll fits in all the same cars. This doll, like, there's one size of clothes that goes for every single doll. There's one kind of shoes that fits every single doll. And, and now there's not. And now there's not. They had and to so, basically rebrand everything. Everybody thinks that, oh, it's Mattel, and all they have to do is add some dye to the, to the mix. No. This is a huge, you know, millions of dollar overhaul. Even I mean, the idea of a thigh gap came into it because, so of course, the thigh gap, if you're not aware, is this whole thing about the ideal of women having thighs that don't touch each other. Um, well, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know someone who's, who doesn't I have, only know but, one person. But like, I, but also, like, I would, I would venture, I have not had a conversation with her about it. I would venture to guess that this person, it wasn't something she worked for, it's just her body type. That's right. And like, who like everybody's body type is fine. Like let's all like let let people mind their own business. But um, <laughs> I just never even looked at Barbie and thought of that. No, because it's a, very, a doll, and I it's have a not very a thin mom. Like and right. so it wasn't like I don't know. It's just it's, but so I never thought about Barbie having a thigh gap. Right, but they did. Um, but they did well. So here's the problem: Barbie actually has to have somewhat of a thigh gap to function as a toy the way they need her to. Right. So her legs move. Right. And so, and we happen to be because we're humans. We can still move even though we don't have thigh gap. It's okay. I mean, we may start fires when we're walking in the heat, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, like body glide. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful thing. If you don't know what it is, you can get it, and it helps, and it's magic. But, yeah. You know, it's we. It we're just forgetting it's a toy. We're just yeah. It's just a toy. Um, but I will say I'm super glad they did it. Yep. And and it's very helpful. Watching so what they showed at the end was um, there was a Time article that came out. The Time article was very positive. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but that kind of pales in comparison to watching kids responding to the dolls mm-hmm. and lighting up and talking about how much they loved it. I um, like how the girl, the one girl, and we both, I think, really liked yeah. her. She was like, I like this curvy one. She's athletic. Yeah. Like, I was like, like me. Yes. You know, yes, you are athletic, honey, and it's okay to be an athletic girl. Right. You know. And I, I, I feel like as a kid, I would have liked to have dolls that were different. Like, not just... You know, like I wasn't a small kid, um, but like I wouldn't have wanted like, I feel like all you Kirby dolls. I, w- I feel like you would have wanted a brunette because you yeah. had. Well, I had Teresa, but she was Barbie's friend. She wasn't Barbie. Right. But I mean, any of them. I mean, who cares what, ultimately, I don't care what she's called. Also, why does Teresa, I don't know. It's- I would have wanted, you know, for my complex situations, I would have wanted a very diverse cast of characters. Of course you would have, right. because everybody would have brought their unique ability, talent, right. and beauty to the situation. As the little weirdo I was, I would have wanted all kinds of You're things. You're such an all-inclusive little weirdo, and yeah. I love it. It makes me, it makes you my favorite person. Uh, <laughs> I love everything about that. Uh, so, well, I mean, yeah, I think we're just, I think we're overly harsh. Yes. I think we're, we're misdirecting our annoyance with things. I think we're just giving too much to a doll. Right. You know, and the, and I think tiny shoulders, that's kind of the point, right? It's a, a lot resting on these very yeah. tiny shoulders, which also, you know what? They didn't have a big, broad, swimming, shouldered one. Oh, I didn't think about that. Screw them. Did you see? I mean, <laughs> I, when I'm in high school, I've got linebacker shoulders and huge thunder thighs because I play soccer and water polo and swim. Right. Where, where was that one? Yeah, where was Brian? I look more like Ken. Right. I mean, <laughs> put some long hair on Ken, and I identify more with that guy than because I also didn't have boobs. I mean, right. So, I mean, I just didn't, it was not, it was just not a thing. You just, you know, my body image issues came from other stuff, had right. nothing to do with, right. you know, Barbie <laughs> right. at all. So, yeah, it's, yeah, poor Barbie. Poor Barbie. I mean, I loved Barbie. I did too. And I have no ill will against Barbie. And I think what they've done is great. I think that no. everybody's like a little bit. And if I have a little girl someday, she'll definitely sensitive. get to play with Barbie if she wants to. Yeah. Whatever. I might buy her a couple of G.I. Joes though. That's fine. Lie. You know what's funny is I was thinking when you were talking about that earlier is my poor cousin Elijah. So he never played Barbies with me, but he had all these Batman little figurines. Cool. Yeah. And there was Catwoman. So I always wanted to be Catwoman. And like, unfortunately for him, like. I think I projected a little bit of my Barbieism on that, and like, so it was always more about romantic storylines between Barbie and oh, Catwoman God. instead oh. of what Batman was. I feel like he was always like, "No, but Batman's gonna go do this thing," and I'm like, "But what no, about?" But they have to have dinner first, to yeah. watch a movie, and <laughs> and then go to the theater to, and walk they, through the park. And... They need to have a very important conversation. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, poor. Sorry, man. Elijah. It's uh, yeah, poor Elijah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I guess, hey, Mitch, do you? Have any? I mean, like, so oh my gosh! I wish you were here earlier when Barbie was here. You should have been here. Yeah, I saw her on the way out. She was a real see you next Tuesday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, she is magical. And so you had sisters. I did. Did you ever play with Barbies? I did. Thank you for admitting that. I love that you played Mitch, with Barbies. You're, you're, yeah, I you mean, I got are... bored with my GI Joes and my Ninja Turtles at some point. You're so and honestly, awesome. I usually married the Barbie to the Ninja Turtles more <gasps> often because the Ninja Turtles were taller. I love that. See, I liked uh, the oh, idea wow. of a little short dude, yeah. like an army, but, like a super bad army guy, but here's married the thing. to a beautiful tall blonde. I don't know. You, so fantastic. this pink Corvette, right? Did you guys have one? 
Yes. No. Okay. I did. I actually so, did. I had a Barbie Jeep. When you put the Barbies in there, their head still sticks out the top, oh, right? Oh, yeah. She's but you, you put a G.I. Joe in the Barbie Corvette, <laughs> and it's like actual, like it fits. Yeah. It, yeah. It's more proportionate. So yeah. like my G.I. Joes were always cruising in style <laughs> on their way to the base. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Like if we had to get from the bedroom to the base in the living room, we were taking the Barbie Corvette from my <laughs> sister's room, so we got there in style. I dig it. So because... Barbie, did you grow up wanting to marry Barbie? Like, did you want, was that the girl you were looking forward to in, in life? No. No? I don't think so. It was a toy. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> right. Right. Like, when you were like, oh, I wanted okay. Jessica Rabbit. That's what I was. Oh, oh good call. Yeah. Good call. Of course you did. <laughs> She's yeah. got a lot of assets that Mitch appreciates <laughs> in a lady. That sounds right. That um, sounds right on the He nose. liked the twinkly, very red Voluptuous Jessica Rabbit, mm-hmm. very cool. Okay, yeah, like and only one eye. Uh, yeah, like, no, I, the hair was just I'll, covering. I'll, yes, but no, no, it's still, she only had only one, one eye. eye. Like She's I only, pirate. I don't want. She was like a pirate. A girl with a two eyes. No, only, because then there's like, a weird perspective there, right? Yeah, <laughs> like what? she's got different perspective with yeah. just one eye. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so my much. thing. Is I'm looking for a really curvy one-eyed lady, redhead. Okay, we got it. If you're out there, Jessica Rabbit lookalikes with one eye, let us know. You can wear an eye patch. It's yeah, fun. and if you're animated, even better. Even better. I love it. Um, okay, yeah, because like, so some, I think some women think that that's problems. what men. <laughs> I think that's what we think men want. Just Not like all men. No, Barbie dolls. I think that's part of it too. It's like in the kind of male. Like, let's make sure we're looking right for men. And a lot of men, I don't think necessarily want Barbie. I mean, I think that they wouldn't turn her down, but they're not well, like, I'm sure oh, some men. Well, of course. Men don't want Barbie likes, in real life because, of course, Barbie's proportions, would make, her, no, no, Barbie's oh. proportions would make her a monster. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Yes. She would be taller than all of yeah. you. And that, men don't like that either. But, I mean, I just think that we get it in our head, oh, guys want this when not really, not necessarily. We're putting a lot of like weird stuff on you guys about no, this. I think that you said it several times throughout the whole shows it it's a toy like it's not a symbol of an entire gender of people it's <laughs> right. it's not it's a toy supposed to set expectations for how society works it's yeah. a toy that has been manufactured to fit these certain schematics so that these other schematics can fit that and it's like why don't you just create a new doll like and call it Terry or something. I don't Terry. know. Well, they did. Do you think Teresa, Christy, Midge. Yeah, but whatever. nobody's buying that garbage. <laughs> I had a Teresa. So, but I wonder, like, yeah, well, I wonder if it's like you can't do anything right. Kind of like I wonder. It is. If, it absolutely abs- is yeah. because Ninja Turtles were discriminating against uh, other mutant animals and GI <laughs> Joe. There were no fat GI Joes. Right. Like, and I, there was like this one chubby little one. kid here, like mm-hmm. playing with all of his white GI Joes. Were but, you mad that you couldn't be a tiny little petite G.I. Joe? No. Okay. I never wanted to be in the Army exactly. at any point. Like, right. It was fun to play with, but like when I thought about me actually doing that, I was like, nah, okay. that looks scary. Yeah, I'm just going to play this, right? Yeah. Like, I, I didn't think I'd drive a I wonder if there's an element of, so you say your doll is an astronaut, and that makes her someone for girls to look up to. So now for the rest of the time this doll is in existence... There's higher expectations and well, like right. all these other okay. issues laid well, on top of it. Then cabbage patch, cabbage patch babies 
Cabbage Patch Kids are bad because that's encouraging women to be mothers and mm-hmm. to take care. So we should get rid of those two or well, that's right. change oh, them. I'm not arguing no, for I know, that. I'm I know. Saying. But <laughs> this is this is the the spiral that that's we right. get in when we start picking this apart. Barbie is Barbie. Barbie's like Barbie. Barbie, why change it? Like I don't. You know what. You can add different hairstyles and stuff like that. That's a big thing in modern societies to be able to customize your character in a video game. Why not with your Barbies? The accessorization and the clothes and stuff that's always been a part of it. But why not create a new line of dolls similar to Barbie, but leave Barbie Barbie? You know what? Does that make sense? I just I keep thinking of like Steve Bannon's thing. Let Trump be Trump. Like let let Barbie be Barbie. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. I think well, I'm they done do talking it. for the day. They, so <laughs> they they do it because ultimately Barbie's what made Mattel. And because it's still their biggest, like Oh yeah. Their yeah. money maker. So they're maybe like we make a new so people thing. are pissed off about Barbie. Let's fix Barbie. Um But Barbie's not broken, people are broken. That's right. And I think Oh, there's ulti- a quote. Barbie's not broken, people, people are, are broken. broken. I mean ultimately I, I, mean, I do not disagree. I agree with you hundred percent. I think that is the gist of everything that's going on here. We are putting all of this on a doll, and it's just a doll, and it just 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 quit like giving Barbie such a hard time. I mean, I don't know what made you think that you needed to be Barbie, but I'm sorry for that. We have, you know, and and all of these things can be linked to mental health stuff. Go, I mean, go talk to somebody who's a licensed professional about it. <laughs> Honestly, this stuff be- is from something. It's not Barbie. Barbie didn't do it. It's not the object. The object was there. It's how that object was run through your life. Right. Like how you ended up associating with that object. If somebody beat you with a Barbie doll, I get why you're kind of upset by Barbie. But you still can't blame Barbie for that. Like Barbie was just the tool. Yeah. Or if your mom sat you down and was like, Here's the Barbie. We're going to be just like Barbie when we grow up, right? Like right. that's your mom, that's not right. the that's Barbie. Not your mom, not the Barbie. The Barbie right. was there, and to she didn't burn a terrible analogy, but it was it's very much biblical in the fact that it's there for interpretation. Yes, like nobody. There's not an instruction manual that comes with Barbies or GI Joes or Cabbage Patch Kids on how you're supposed to play with this. Right. That's the whole point. Ren's got her. Soap opera's going on. <laughs> Katrina's, That's exactly what was happening, by the Katrina's way. Katrina's got her little Barbie Weird whorehouse. Horn. <laughs> Weird G.I. Joe's. She's got a brothel for the G.I. Joe's to stop by. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, Barbie didn't spring to life and go, you have to be like me and beautiful and blonde and an astronaut or you're not going to be anything. Hey, if you didn't want to be an astronaut, you didn't buy the astronaut Barbie. That was a terrible Barbie impression. Oh, my bad. Remember how she sounded? Oh, yeah, like this. Yeah. Hold on. I, I think I can do an impression of her. Can you? Okay, let's meet you. Mitchie, what's Barbie sound like? <coughs> Hang on. <coughs> hey, guys. <laughs> hey, Barbie. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> that, that's so that's pretty good, right? Yeah, it was really good. good. Um, yeah, and so, I mean, if Barbie's not springing a life at night telling you that you should be a tall, leggy blonde who is a doctor, vet, whatever she is, then probably get over it. Probably I'm just yeah. saying. And then, yeah. and then now buy a curvy Barbie doll because I think Mattel tried their best. And then if not, get into like that kind of line of work and go work for Mattel and make it right then. Yeah. If, if you don't think it's right. And maybe you just don't like Barbies. And don't like them. And that's That's fine. cool. Like, yeah. don't play with them. Don't, but don't, correct. Like, don't buy them. It's like, if you don't like the TV show that's on, turn it off. Yeah. It's, it's not that hard. Yeah. I, I would make the request that you don't spend hours a day, like, 
tweeting hateful things at Mattel if you like just move on with your life. Well, what 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 are they going to do? I mean, that's the whole thing is they're it's a doll and they can only do so much. Right. But and we forget we, again, people are it's just human beings running the company doing the best they can. I don't I just don't know what you expect from people anymore. If right. you get on there and you're like, what do you? What is it that you said? A uh, half, half uh, yeah, half Filipino Austrian Jew doll. You are literally the only person on this planet that is going to buy that version of the doll. Right. I'd buy it. So, no, no, I'd buy it. Yeah, Renwood. Okay, she's well, all Renwood inclusive. too. And so then we'd she buy one for the her, studio, so yeah. we'd have three. Okay, but <laughs> right, changing the mold for one person's a million very dollar process. unique. Yeah. and I'm not the no. only really weird mutt. Person, okay, like we can't make a doll for every single weird mutt person. Here's what you do: if you don't like the way Barbie is, customize your Barbie. Yeah, that's what nerds or, have been doing for years. Or don't buy nerds one. have been taking other action figures mm-hmm. and painting them to look like the people that they want them to because they can't get their own action figures. Yeah, so be nerdy about it, but don't expect somebody to just chuck out millions of dollars in a failing company just for these offshoot. Very strange. Yeah. When the yeah, regular just, model's been working for yeah. a long just time. Don't, well, and, well, it was because she wasn't working. But there is actually very, very like cool like custom Barbie videos online. I'll, I'll post one on yeah. our Facebook. Like people like taking Barbie and like kind of like taking her makeup off and like redoing it and mm-hmm. dyeing her hair and like doing all kinds of cool stuff. Like that. Yeah, you can do that. Like sure, don't yeah. expect somebody to do the work for you. Barbie didn't just. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> or like, or like, do it yourself. Like, have your own company that speaks yeah. to girls in the way that you want. Change to the industry. That's right. Don't expect somebody else to do it. You get out there and make your own damn dolls. Well, that's. I mean, honestly, that's what I'm a big proponent of. Shouting instead. Of, oh, no, no, you're that's... getting rowdy. Well, that's the thing. So we've decided we're just going to complain about stuff and really do nothing about it, but right. troll on the internet. Right. So we, we're what, just here to boycott. That's right. What are we going to boycott the, this week? The goal of I think which the way to, the way to see change is to affect change. Like do it. If you, don't just complain about it, go go make change then. And you on the internet trolling Barbie is really just kind of, you know, it's a half effort, to be honest with you, and it and do better. I think yeah. after this show, we should go play with some Barbies at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A's closed on Sundays. Yeah, just we we'll get some hate chicken and... We can't do hate... We can't play and, with and Barbies play, and play hate Barbies. chicken. We can't. It's closed on Sundays. What a weird suggestion. It I is know. a weird suggestion, just, but it could, I mean, whatever. I'm just trying to be... It, it makes you happy. You're trying to be controversial and antagonistic. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys just killed it. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, we, I'm, we I'm can buzz kill that. some I'm antagonism like, like nobody's business. So, okay. So, um, do we need to know anything about, uh, else about Barbie, you think? I love Barbie. I, I still love Barbie, too. Thank you, Mattel. You, you, I think you did the best you could. Um, keep working, keep doing. Well, I doing just appreciate better. them, like, Taking risks and like trying to do the best they can by yep. girls. Yep, that's beautiful. And thank you for tr- attempting to represent us. Well, our go- boys who want to play with it too. I that's guess. right. Like, thank yep. you very much. Exactly. But once again, we're never going to have a doll that really totally represents all of us. Hey, do you think we could get Barbie to come back and say our tagline? <gasps> That'd be super wonderful. Okay, so then I guess everybody find us on Facebook, Instagram, that other F word pod. Um, find us at thatotherfword.com and uh, uh, please subscribe if you haven't and get somebody else to subscribe yeah, we're like, on iTunes and Stitcher yup yep. yeah. Barbie you're back <gasps> hey guys hey I can, am back can you tell everybody what they should remember yeah it's uh you should always remember to wipe your ass why <laughs> <What>? <laughs> sorry it's 
It's you just a, been on my mind lately. But Barbie, you don't even have a butt crack. Yeah, I know, um, but that makes it even worse. Is it? Uh, also, remember to feminism isn't a bad word. Oh, thanks, Barbie. Barbie. Yeah, it's, it's all right.